0: Eagles Entertainment. On Monday, November 29th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, coach. Thanks for taking the time today. Thanks, Allie. We'll get started here with Jimmy Kemsky and then Ruben Frank. Hey, Nick. Um, do you have any updates on Jack Driscoll, Miles Sanders, Jason Kelsey, and if Driscoll's out for a while, do you see Brandon Brooks returning anytime soon? And then also, uh, is Jordan Howard looking likely for a Sunday? I can recap any of those names if you need me to. Yeah. Uh, Jack Driscoll, uh, high ankle sprain. He's It looks like he's going to be headed back to IR. Um, which And so uh, and then as far as Brandon Brooks, we're going to still be evaluating. I'm not going to have a new update for you guys until after the bye. Um, Jordan Howard, we're going to see how everything goes. Uh, Wednesday, I'll have more of an update. He's progressing the right way. Um, Wednesday I'll have more of an update uh, You asked about Miles, Miles came back in Got a couple carries, again ha- We'll have more information on Wednesday um, And see how he progresses there But he's he's sore um, And did I hit everybody? Yeah, we can hear you now Alright, right, well I, I think I hit every one of those ones you asked But I'll have to repeat it again So, um, you guys got me now? Okay uh, Jack Driscoll, um, he suffered a high ankle sprain. he's gonna he's gonna be headed to IR uh, unfortunately. Uh, as far as with Brandon Brooks, I won't have an uh, update for you guys on Brandon Brooks until after the buy. Um, he's still progressing and so I don't, I'm just not gonna have any updates for you till after that. Um, miles came back in, had a couple carries. I'll have more information on miles on Wednesday uh, but you know but he, he's headed in the right direction um jordan jordan howard headed in the right direction um we'll know more wednesday um I, and i who else did you ask about i'm sorry get, i'm sorry did you get miles you get miles. Uh, miles yeah i said i said miles driscoll miles, driscoll, miles kelsey uh you kelsey, got Brooke, Brooke, and you got kelsey just just showed his his grit and his his uh his drive and his toughness and came back in and played uh and um, so again, we'll we'll have more information about him on, on Wednesday as well. I know he sore today, but uh, obviously he came back in and, and willed himself to play on uh, on yesterday. Um, tell me if I if what else what else you need there because I, I might I might have got everybody. But I think you hit them all, thanks. Okay, all right. How's Jalen's ankle? Yeah. Uh so again, we'll have more information again on him. I hate to keep saying this to you guys. Um, but you know, he's he's sore right now. I'm gonna have more information for you on Wednesday. Um and not putting any any time restrictions on him or anything like that. Again, we'll see how he's how he's doing as the week goes. Um uh but yeah, he was he was sore yesterday. Go ahead, Ruben then Chris Franklin. Hey, Nick, uh, this isn't really a Jalen question as much as a general passing game question. Uh, where do you think you guys are with the passing game in general, covering play calling, quarterback, receivers, just uh, the whole the whole operation? And do you feel like when you need to, you can win games, you know, leaning on the passing game? Yeah, you know, my, my message to the pass group guys today in film was, hey, it wasn't good enough uh, in this group yesterday. That starts with me putting them in positions to to succeed. Then, it obviously, always the guy who touches the ball every time is the quarterback. Um, him executing at a high level, um, and then you know to the receivers, tight ends, and running backs. So, uh, not good enough. Uh, we we're not where we want to be in that in that part of our game. Uh, we're working like crazy to get to get better at it. I think we're. I think what you've seen is our play action game has been able to to be successful, Rube. Uh, but. You know, when we when teams know we're dropping back and when we're dropping back to pass, that's where we've struggled, you know, in the third and long third and longer scenarios. And so um, that's an emphasis that we know we got to get better at because we know if we want to uh, win the games, we need to win. Um, and that really just starts here with the, the next game here against the Jets. We're going to have to, you know, when we need to pass the ball, we're going to have to succeed at, at doing so. And so that starts with the, the drop back passing games where, you know, where we need to get better. Go ahead, Chris, and then Tim McManus. Hey, Nick, when uh, Jason left the game, did you ever consider moving Landon Dickerson over to center? And what were your thoughts on Nate when he came in and played both center and guard? Um, you know, again, anytime you have a couple penalties, you're going to want those plays back. And, and it's going to ding your grade a little bit as far as you know how we grade the, the player as, as coaches. Um, Nate did a lot of good things. I, I thought he played an above average game. And if he didn't have those two holding calls, I think he played a good game. And so we're confident in Nate being the backup center. A lot of things go into that too. Like, uh, you know, who, who the backup is at different spots. If you, if you, if you cross train, I'm not saying Landon can't be the backup center, but if he's focusing on being the backup center, he's, you know, he's not putting all his, his thought process into being the starting guard. Which he's playing at a really high level. I thought the offensive line played well yesterday, and, and Landon and Landon played really well, and he just continues to get better. Um, and so, you know, that that's the decisions you have to make. So we we feel comfortable with with Nate being the backup center. Um, we feel Nate we feel comfortable with Nate being the backup guard. And I thought he did, went in and did some good things. Again, the holding penalties you, you want back, and uh, and and, you, and we got to teach him the right technique to use on on that play, on those plays. But um, you know, again, feel confident in Nate and his abilities, and and think he did. And again, with the exception, I know those plays count, and I know the penalties count. So that's why his grade was what he was. Um, but other than those couple plays, I thought he play, he did his job and, and, and did a good job. Hammond and Jeff McLean. Hey Nick, can you give some insight into to where Jalen Rager is developmentally, and any context you can provide, and kind of how that fits given his his age and experience level? Um, you know, I, I do I do believe that Jalen is is working himself. He he does he does work extremely hard in practice uh, to get himself better. Uh, you know, when he had those opportunities yesterday, he he's gonna want, he, We all want him to make that play. Nobody wants him to make that play more than himself either. And he did. He did make a couple of nice plays. Made a nice catch uh, on a pass that was a little bit behind him, and then he made a nice catch at the end of the first half to put us down in there in scoring range. Um, you know, we just you know obviously didn't execute to finish that thing off. Uh, but you know what you want out of every player, not just Jalen right? You want out of every player consistency. And I think, uh, I think what we saw yesterday is that he wasn't consistent throughout the game. Uh, he knows that I've, we've already talked to him about that. And so consistency is when you're making those next step in your development. So, uh, you know, he showed that he has playmaking ability. He shows that he, that he, uh, can make some, some big time plays. You just want to see that more consistent. Go ahead, Jeff. And then John McMullen, uh, Nick, uh, just looking for some clarity on the last play of the game. Um, um Jalen was looking to his left, was was uh, Rager uh, or um, Devontae his first read? Or was that just a read uh, based upon the look of the defense? Yeah, we ran a, a shallow cross play where Devontae was the first read in that play. Uh, if, as a matter of fact, on that play, too, um, it's Devontae is 1A, and then you could say uh, Dallas is 1B, the, the defense that they played Eliminated the one B read of Dallas and it put it on to the Devontae. Um, You know we didn't do a great job executing the the route discipline out of that play with Devontae and, uh, and Quez, uh, but it turned into a scramble and we got you know we got an open open look. J- Jalen made a good throw uh, and like I said, want to just be able to finish that play play off and and again no one wants to make that play more in Jalen. It never comes down to one play. We put ourselves in that position where we, it was. It came down to the last play, where I know all the eyes were on him, and and all the criticism will be on him. But this is an ultimate team game, and there's a lot of other things that led to that. Last, you know, it coming down to the last play, and so we all want plays back. Coaches, players, everybody wants plays back. Uh, it never comes down to just one play. And, and just to follow up, so you're saying Devonte Devonte's route is that why? Hertz didn't throw to him. Uh, it looked like they did he was a good open. And you got to give them credit too. You know, Jeff, they did a good job of uh, taking the, of, of undercutting the shallow route that we ran. Um, you know, 24 put himself in a good position there. Um, but again, you want every, we, we fine tune every detail of, of it. So, you know, you're going to want uh, it to be a little cleaner on both him and Quez's part. Um, but the game's rarely perfect, but you always want everything to be perfect and be, and be clean. Uh, and there's definitely things that we can learn from, from that play. Go ahead, John, and then Martin Frank. Uh, hi, Nick. Um, hey, John. To kind of uh, further that, but from a larger perspective, follow up uh, the lack of targets overall for Devontae and Dallas. When you look at the film, was that the Giants taking things away? Did, uh, Jalen not uh, get the ball out quick enough when they were the first progressions. what do you see from that perspective? Uh, yeah, you definitely when you when you when you put the ball in the air you definitely always wanted to start with eighty eight and six um, that's that's definitely been our priority again that that doesn't always mean it's going to happen that way you got to do you can't just tell the quarterback to force feed it there no matter what. And so what you do as coaches is you you look at the coverages, you look at the defenses that the team's playing, and you try to devise a plan to, you know, make sure your first and second reads are going there based off the coverages they're playing. Now, they definitely can switch it up. And there was a couple things they did late in that game that did switch it up. Um, You know, we wanted to get – we also wanted to make sure that – we wanted to get some other guys some touches as well. That doesn't mean that everything doesn't run through 6-88. and Um, but you you still want to get 18 some touches here and there, and 16 some touches here and there, and and, and 14 some touches here and there. So again, you want to be a balance, a balanced offense. But everything we do uh, starts with those guys. I'll take responsibility for them not getting the the touches that they needed uh, yesterday because you know that's my job to 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 uh, see everything and, and adjust as the as the as the team uh, is playing us. Um, again, it wasn't you know, they, they kind of did some different things uh, near the end of the game that they had shown, but uh, anytime you don't get those guys the ball the way you want to, I'll always take the blame on that first. Go ahead, Martin, and then Zach Berman. Hey, Nick. Um, I I just wanted to follow up on on Rube's question from earlier. Uh, You said that, you know, you guys tend to struggle when teams know that you're dropping back to pass, and and I was kind of curious, like, why do you think that is? I mean, obviously, you know, if you're dropping back to pass, it's probably third and long and stuff. So I can get, I get that. But why do you think that is? And and what can you do to kind of improve, you know, with Jalen in those situations? Thanks. Yeah, the the third and long. I mean, the scenarios. You're you're right. I mean, second and long, third and long. Uh, there's no rule that says you have to drop back and pass every time. It, but you know, it obviously is a more of a passing down scenario, third and long, and then obviously second and long as well. We just have to clean up that area, and it, again, it starts. It starts with me putting the guys in position to make plays against the defenses they're they're running and uh, getting the ball to our, our playmakers. And so, um, I'll always. Anytime we're struggling in a scenario, I'm always going to take the. I'll always take the hit, and you get and put it on me. Um, because I just got to do a better job of putting the guys in position. Listen, we may have a play on the, on the call sheet that we think might work really well, but if our players don't execute it, that's, you know, and, and can't execute it for whatever reason, then we got to look ourselves in the mirror as coaches, and then we'll hold the players accountable for their, for their part. But, um, passing game again, is not where we want it to be. Uh, I take a lot of pride in that. I've been on a lot of teams that have been very successful passing the football, and and so uh, no one's taking that harder than me, and I, and it's my job to get that fixed. Go Ahead, Zach, and then Jamie Pode. Hey Nick, following up on the first question, what you said about Jalen Hurts' his ankle, you said he's sore, and you'll see how he feels Wednesday. Is is there a risk he might not be able to play Sunday? Yeah, I'm not I'm not there, Zach. Uh, yeah, I've, again, don't want to put a timetable on anything. Um, I'm hopeful. Jalen's hopeful um that he'll play again I don't have you got to see how these things go as you as you guys well know uh we'll see how the rehab the next two days goes and I'll have more of an update for you for you on Wednesday and then just quick confirmation with Jack Prisco going on IR that means he's done for the year because it's his second time correct that's right Zach yeah so so who's the uh, right guard now at, at least for the next few weeks we don't have to make that decision right right today. Uh, you know, we have some good options. I think um, again, tribute to Howie and his uh, his staff that he, we, we've got good options and good depth here at the offensive line, and have been able to handle sub. You know, I think if you look at the beginning of the year and you say you're going to be without your two guards, a, a lot of people would have been really worried with how the the, the run game or the protection might might have went. And we kind of see where we are right here, and and that's just a huge tribute to Howie and his staff of, of getting the depth there. And I feel really good about the depth that we have there right now with, with uh, Sua and with Nate and even with some of the guys that are on the practice squad. So, you know, we'll see how that goes, Zach, uh, you know, and, and kind of practice through that and see through that. Um, but I, I am confident in those guys stepping in and be able to make plays. We have time for two more, so we'll go to Jamie and then Dave Zangaro. Hi, Nick. Obviously, this late in the season with five games to play, every loss is magnified. Every win is magnified as you guys push towards the playoffs here. Can a loss like yesterday help light a fire under this team at this point? Uh, yeah, you know, I think we're, we have a fire lit under us. Um, there, there's no doubt. I think this is a hungry team that wants to do well, that that craves to do well, that works their tail off to to play well every every week. And so, um, You know, you you never want to have have a loss. But our our mindset is no matter what the circumstance was the week before, work your tail off this week to put yourself in position to to win this week. And I really believe that the guys, uh, the, the guys here have won a lot. A lot of the veteran guys here have won a lot of football games. And they know the best teams they've been on have practiced well. I believe that we are, we practice well. We practice hard. We practice physical. We practice at great tempo with great detail. Um, and that's that's a tribute to the guys we have on this team and the way we want this this thing led. And so um, that that's all, only our mindset of is how do we win this game? I think when you get into the mode where you're think you're you're doing the math of. All right, well, if this team wins and I don't even who plays tonight, Washington and Seattle, I could care less who wins that game. Like all I care about is how we get ourselves ready to win this game. And and I think that when you're in that mindset, like if you don't take if, if you get into the, the mindset of, you know, how, what are the things we have to do to make the playoffs? Like it doesn't matter unless you take care of your own business. And so that loss hurt yesterday. Uh, We don't need any extra motivation because I think this team is, is, like I said, is is motivated enough uh, through through its own internal um, determination. And we're going to do everything we can do to win this football, get back on track, and win this football game against the Jets this week. Go ahead, Dave. And Nick, have you given any consideration to the possibility of benching Jalen Rager, even if it's just for one game? Uh. Yeah, no. I, again, we're trying to put the guys. We, we we go out there and we're we're seeing who gives us the best chance to win, and we play all five wideouts. I think yesterday Greg played uh, seven plays. Uh, JJ played fifteen plays, uh, and then you know obviously the guys that started started. And so I'm comfortable with the roles that they're in right now. Um, I have not thought I have not thought about that and not thought through that. Um, because I don't think that's in best interest of the team because I think Jalen Rager gives us the best chance to win. Thanks for the time, Coach. Thanks, everybody. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.